Now here's some weird stories about our family. Everyone is gay, that's all we have to say. Now here's some weird stories about our family. Recently, our family... Hey, what's up? This is Elia Einhorn. You are listening to the TalkHouse Music Podcast. We're broadcasting live from 101 Green Street, the flagship Sono store here in sunny Soho, New York City. To my right, there's a wall of cassettes curated by Thurston Moore. Just upstairs, there's a huge mural of a tribe called Quest. This store is incredible. If you haven't had a chance, come down, check it out. We've been doing a great series of TalkHouse Music Podcasts live here at Sonos. We kicked it off with Kathleen Hanna and Meredith Graves. You might have heard Kathleen announce La Tigra's reunion during that talk. We had hip-hop legends and royalty DJ Premier, the one and only in conversation with Prince Paul. And most recently, we had Tommy Stinson of The Replacements in conversation with the MC5's Wayne Kramer. To introduce today's guests, I would like to introduce you to our editor-in-chief of the music side, Brenna Ehrlich. Thank you, Elia. Um, So the holidays are upon us, which means one of many things, um, rampant commercialism and family. So to celebrate, we have two very talented siblings in the studio with us today. Saturday Night Live's Vanessa Bayer and her brother Jonah, who's a very talented writer and musician. In addition to SNL, Vanessa also appeared in the holiday movie Office Christmas Party with Jennifer Aniston, which is out now. You should all go see it. Um, While Jonah just wrote his first piece for the Talk House on Connor Oberst's Ruminations. Jonah is also the guitarist for the band United Nations, host of the podcast Going Off Track, and co-creator of the web series Sound Advice with Vanessa. He regularly contributes to Playboy, Inked Magazine, and more, and now the Talk House. Um, so I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say to each other Thanks, in this holiday season. Yeah, thank you. Great. Um, so funny, Elia mentioned uh, La Tigre, because... We went to high school. We went to high school with J.D. Sampson. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about high school. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> Be- um, because... I used to listen to a lot of music in high school and drive Vanessa to school and always make her late. Yes, um, which in some ways you did today <laughs> by giving me the wrong address. I gave Vanessa Jonah, the wrong address kidding. and she will not drop it. <laughs> and literally it added three minutes <laughs> and then I was three minutes late. So I was cutting it very close anyway. It's all good. Dude, thank you so much. That means so much coming from you. Um, but I felt like I would listen to a lot of like Misfits, No Effects, yeah. Like I feel like I know a lot of no effects from you driving me to school. Yeah. Um, And then we got to do our web series with no effects. And I said, I know a lot of your songs from Jonah driving me to school. Yeah. Um, How do you think your grades were affected by you always being late to school because of me? Well, I guess if you're going to ask me, I'll have to brag to everyone that I got straight A's. And uh, so I guess they weren't affected that much. So that's a slam dunk. <laughs> How do you think your grades were affected by you always making yourself late for school? <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't probably a little bit. I didn't really care so much. You know what's funny is that now as adults, you're on time for everything and I'm late for everything. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. I, I feel like you have a much busier schedule than me though. I like have to be on time to like one or two. I don't know, but you also live further away from things <laughs> and you always are on time. And I live close to, like, I'll have something that's five minutes away and I'll be five minutes late. Yeah. Wow, this is so exciting. <laughs> Sorry um, if everyone's on the edge of their seat. <laughs> uh, so, in, in, well, going back to, like, high school, I felt like 
you like you were really into like a lot of singer songwriters like Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, my first CD was Under the Pink by Tori Amos. Right, and yours was well, your first concert was Phil Collins. I hope everyone knows that. I don't know if everyone knows that. Well, your first concert was Phil Collins. You have a but seriously, but seriously tour. You have the T-shirt. Still, still. have a T-shirt. It still fits you because you're very thin. <laughs> it's from 1990. <laughs> uh, yeah, my uncle took me to see Phil Collins on that tour. I just read Phil Collins' memoir, too, by the way. But you still have not listened to the NPR thing. No, I haven't. <laughs> about him, right? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, every time I mention him, I mean song. to listen to it. Yeah. Because you bring it up every and time. And every time, I also mean to read the book. Yeah. You like the book? The book's great. My second concert was Genesis. We can't dance tour. And yeah, with, it's like uh, you started out as like a huge Phil Collins. Well, that, those shows were like I was so young I had to go with adult. Like I went to that one with like Jason Williger's parents and him. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> then Jason Williger ran for office. Yeah, this guy ran for office. I also remember his dad was really mad that uh, they saved all like their hits for the end of the show. Yeah, like you know, like uh, you know, I can't dance, like Land of Confusion. They did new songs. They the did beginning. a lot of new songs. His dad wasn't happy with the pacing. Remember how was it? Remember how they had that one video where it was all puppets? Yeah, that was Land of Confusion. Oh, that yeah. was really cool. It is cool. Like it was like a little scary. It was kind of like yeah. dark crystal-y. It was, you're right. Um and third concert mom took me to, and that was Guns N' Roses yeah. and Skid Row. And I feel like we've told this story so many times, but Jonah got a bloody nose before the concert. And so he was wearing ripped jeans and he purposely bled under his jeans so it would look like he had cool bloody jeans, <laughs> which is so disgusting. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I had my Guns N' Roses shirt. I had these like torn up Levi's that were like white. And then I got this bloody, I used to get bloody noses all the time, which is, you know, pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I should bleed on the jeans. And then like everyone at the show would think I'm a badass, even though I'm going with my mom. Also, do you remember that we got in a fight at- like not a big fight, but we fought about how you had this Guns N' Roses T-shirt that on the back said Guns N' Roses was here, and I said it should be Guns N' Roses were here, and you were like, no, it should be was, and Dad was like, no, it should be was because it's a singular band. But I, but if you were talking about Guns N' Roses, like l- literal Guns N' Roses, <clears throat> excuse me, being then you would say Guns N' Roses were here. Yeah. But so the shirt was actually grammatically correct, but I remember I was like, no, that's not. I don't remember that. It was like, I remember it, was, it, was, it wasn't like a big thing. I just remember being like, damn, grammar can really be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, and then I, I also want to mention, I took Vanessa to Lilith Fair. Yes. Oh, we got to tell this story. Yeah. Jonah took me to Lilith Fair and had his first cappuccino. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this comes up in our lives like once a week. I think every time we've done any kind of thing together, we talk about it. (laughs) And technically, it was was like a cappuccino out of like one of those machines. It was from a machine. Yeah. But I think the idea, it was like, I think cappuccinos were kind of new to like young people. We were in Ohio. This was like free Starbucks. We were at Lilith Fair. One tickets off the radio. Yeah, and I was so into going to Lilith Fair because it was like all my faves. Yeah. Victoria Williams was there. Uh, 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 well, Sarah McLaughlin. Right. I actually went to a different Lilith Fair that summer too because I did the summer program at University of Michigan and they took us to Lilith Fair. So I feel like uh, both Lilith Fairs had different artists but were both great. Natalie Merchant. 
Yeah, you were really into that kind of stuff. I was, I still, I was so into Natalie Merchant. Yeah. Her solo career. Right. Post 10,000 Maniacs. I get it. But I like 10,000 Maniacs. I'm not saying I don't. No, I know. I, uh, yeah. I don't know when I got my first real cappuccino, but that was like, I remember we were like in line for something. You're like, do you want a cappuccino? And I was like, what's that? (laughs) Because there was, because there was coffee and creations by our house, which was like this coffee shop that you would go to before you could like drive. And also like, if you didn't want to go to a movie, you know how there's like when you're like a kind of preteen, there's like not that much stuff you can do. But didn't you, didn't you say you guys got kicked out of there or something? Or like they didn't want they they used to be really rude to you if you weren't like an adult because they didn't want just like teens High school, yeah yeah but then they kind of like were fine with it but then they used to have these fat free muffins that were so good and then they got in trouble because they weren't fat it was like the Seinfeld it was like it that really happened there so they just they got they got like written up in the Plain Dealer or something as like we tested these muffins they're not fat free they're really high in calories and really bad for you. Wow. And then they closed. And then they closed not that long after. Yeah. It sort of brought them down. By the way, if you just had said these are muffins, people would have still bought them. Yeah. That place was so good. I never went there. I always thought that it was like, I was like kind of too punk to hang out there, but I would hang out. Someone said you hung out at Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I would hang out in the parking lot of Dunkin' Donuts with like my, like a bunch of guys with like screeching weasel tattoos. And we would just like smoke cigarettes and sit outside. We used to sit inside and smoke. And then smoke was getting into the food. Like, cause there were so many of us just smoking cigarettes in this tiny store with like donuts out that they were like, you guys have to smoke outside. And at this point, we were like, you can't make a smoke outside. Like, you guys are fascists. Did you? Did, I don't remember you smoking cigarettes. I mean, I did a little bit, but it was mostly like the people I hung out with. Yeah. But I, it was like just part of like what you did. You really rode with like such a crowd. Remember these these huge guys would come to our house and be like, "We're in rock with Jonah." Uh, these are the guys from One Life Crew. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and they were all vegan or something. They were definitely not vegan, <laughs> but they would like come over to my parents' house wearing like Tommy Hilfiger clothing, and they were like much older than me. They also were and like we the biggest in the people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. like enormous. Yeah, they're big. They're big guys. And then like little Jonah's like, yeah, let's go in my basement and rock. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's like exactly like that. <laughs> but you never got tattoos because mom said we couldn't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah. Which I th- which I think is not true, I think but also true. I think it's just out of respect for mom. But which I don't bet she wouldn't care now. Yeah. Because I, I just was dealing with this because all my friends just got like oh, right. safety pin tattoos and stuff. And you were thinking about doing it. And I was like thinking about doing it. And I was like, I don't want to disappoint mom. And then you were like, mom wouldn't care. And I was like, oh, I just really don't want to get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to blame it on mom. Very smart move. Thank you. I would have gotten really, I would have gotten like an Operation Ivy tattoo or something that like, yeah. I feel like I would like the stuff I was really into at that point was, is cool, but I'm not sure. I need it. Yeah. Also, if if you're going to commit to like one band, that's like a big commitment. And I feel like you have to get multiple bands then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or else it's going to be like, whoa, this guy's obsessed with this band. Why doesn't he just marry it? <laughs> Such a good point. <laughs> uh, so what music have you been listening to lately? Um, well, without 
giving anything away too much of the reason why I've been listening to a lot of Buffalo Tom, which you may remember from my so-called life. Oh, gotcha. Um, because I've been getting back into my so-called life. Yeah, in a big way. In a big way. So I don't know why it was like being real cagey about <laughs> that. <laughs> and um, I've been listening to... Uh, you know what? I've been listening to a lot of um, Amy Mann. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have gotten into like this. Gonna sound so condescending, yeah. but I <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I feel like you used to like be into music, that, like maybe like wasn't that cool, but uh, <laughs> not in like a condescending way. Just like, or maybe stuff I wouldn't be into. Okay. Like you know, I wouldn't go like listen to like Frente or whatever. Right. Um. But now you know, like you like like Frank Turner and yeah. whatever stuff that. Yeah, I listen to Frank Turner a lot. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jonah. I guess. <laughs> you know, what I I'm still to like say. Frente though. Yeah. No, I know. I'm sure you do. I'm not. I'm not saying that <laughs> judgmental. I'm just saying, like, I feel like you've gotten into different types of music as you've gotten kind of older, or maybe through the show, or being exposed to more music, or just talking to your cool older bro. Right. 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 Yeah. Totally. I don't think the podcast could hear my eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe they could. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, I've been listening to um, nothing like when when usually when we have a um, the musical uh, guest on SNL, I usually don't know them, and then I get into them after they're on the show because I like feel like I don't know anything that's like new and cool. Yeah. So got into Heim through the show. Got into Heim through the show. We both did, and then we shot a bunch of stuff with them. Yeah. Now they're our buds, and it it looks like they have a new merch line out. I saw that. They've been tweeting about their new merch line. We got to get so many teas. (laughs) (laughs) Who have you been listening to, Jonah? Um, who have I been listening to? Well, I've been doing all this like year end stuff, so I've been trying to figure that out. Yeah. What's on my list? You're probably wondering. Oh yeah, I'd love to know. (laughs) Um, Some band that's too cool for me to listen to. <laughs> Not true. Uh, Frightened Rabbit, I like their record a lot. Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah, they're great. Um, I like that kind of robust record I just wrote about for yeah. the Talk House. Um, I like Frameworks, this band United Nations has toured with a lot. Are uh, they the ones with the sweatshirts? With the sweatshirts. Remember they were selling sweatshirts at your show? And I was like, you guys got to mark up these sweatshirts. You oh, yeah. them away. <laughs> yeah. And then they gave me a sweatshirt. And I was like, guys, now the $5 increase in the sweatshirts is going to count for nothing. Yeah, Vanessa kept telling sweatshirt. this band how much money they should charge for their merch. She's like, you guys aren't charging enough. They were charging t- like $10 for a really nice sweatshirt. Well, their like, singer works at like a screen printing place. So I think he gets a really I know. Good I was just like, listen, at some point, you've got to re- reconsider your business model. Right. You can't give away sweatshirts for, first of all, it, who can compete with that? What are other bands supposed to do? Right. No, I understand. Yeah. So <laughs> Anyways, I got a free sweatshirt for them and and was kind of mad about it. Because <laughs> I was like, this is why you guys are never going to make any money off of merch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure they took that advice to heart. But also, I bet they're a very good band. I don't remember <laughs> their music, just their sweatshirts. Yeah. Just kidding. Because I, I don't think I got there in time for their set. It was. Is um, the real reason. Yeah, that was... And, or was I was outside fighting about their merch during their set or something. It's possible. So yeah, that's some of the stuff I've been into. Dude, that is so cool. Um, so the holidays are coming up. Yeah. 
uh, holiday music. Do you listen to any holiday music? You know, I'm I when I hear it, I'm usually pretty delighted. Really? Uh huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't put it on that much. I was saying um, there's. Uh, this is like such a convoluted story, but there's this song that I learned in this um, voice lessons class I took in Chicago called um, Hanukkah in Santa Monica. And it's a really fun like holiday song. Um, and uh, okay, so we have to pitch ideas to like the host uh, on Monday for SNL. And Casey Affleck is our host today. And when I heard his movie's Manchester by the Sea, the end of the song um, Hanukkah in Santa Monica is I'm spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica by the sea. And it's like a really upbeat song by Tom Lehrer. And so I was like, well, what if Manchester by the sea sounds like it's like a fun holiday song because of that thing. <laughs> but my pitch to him was going to be like, maybe we do like the fun holiday musical Manchester by the sea. Spoiler alert, very depressing movie. Really? <laughs> really good movie. Uh, I saw it and it's really good, but it's like very serious and it's like the opposite of like a fun holiday musical. Gotcha. Anyways, was that worth it? That totally. whole journey? Yeah. <laughs> I used to have to listen to a lot of Christmas music because I worked at Kids R Us <laughs> in high school. And Jonah, like, it sounds so lame, but like the cool things that, to do were like, Jonah would hang out with people from other high schools. Even though people from our high school liked him and wanted to hang out with him, <laughs> he just was like, so like alternative, he had to like hang out with people from other high schools. <laughs> then they would just like go, they all got jobs at uh, Kids Are Us. Us. Not Toys Are Us, Kids Are Us, the clothes, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was, and I didn't really need the money. And he didn't need the money. <laughs> like, just, I don't know why. He just wanted to like, and also I feel like this is, like I'm trying to think of it, like basically the the kids that you hung out with were, I, I, they, I think they really did need the money, right? I'm sure, yeah. A lot of them. And you were sort of like, Wanting to be like, I think I just wanted to like. I mean, that job was like such. Like, I mean, you didn't work. At I, yeah, I mean, I did a little bit, but like, I like would wear huge jinkos. I had like, like There's my a, septum pierced and like a shaved head, and like I'd be going up to moms being like, "Oh, well, like, what kind of overalls do you want for your baby?" <laughs> like. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Jonah would like have to like we'd have to like go to dinner at my grandma's house and it was like Jonah what are you doing <laughs> so yeah so he worked at uh, so I worked Kids at, R Us and then hung out at Dunkin Donuts it was although I think a lot of kids from our high school did, hung out did with, I tell you Jonah. how I got fired from Kids R Us yes what I wanted I to called hear. in sick and then played I used to play guitar for this girl Margot O'Breslin and we played on like the morning news show and I told my boss I was sick and then she watched it on TV. <laughs> like the day I called in sick, she's like, hey Jonah, she called me. She's like, I saw you on TV. I was like, oh yeah. She's like, I thought you were sick. I was like, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and she was like, you don't have to come in anymore. And I was like, okay, cool. That was it. Wow. So yeah. That was cool that you played with Margo though. She was good. Yeah, we played on uh, the Channel 5 News. And I remember I had a sh one of those dare shirts on because I was straight edge, and sh and the newscaster was Stephanie Schaefer. Yeah, Do you remember her? You were so in love with her. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was. she was really pretty. She, she was, was like a former beauty queen. I feel. Yeah. Well, then I asked her for like a signed picture, which is you know I thought it would like, and she took me out to her desk. Me and Michael Gableman gave us signed pictures, but she thought my dare shirt was like super ironic. Like I was like this druggy guy, and I was like, no, I'm really into not doing drugs. Yeah. Which I'm sure she thought was even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure 
That was cool. Yeah, you you kind of went from. Could you smoke as if you were straight edge? No, you couldn't. No. So that was that. That was, was post- like later. Yeah. Yeah. That was like I was straight edge through like my through like being in college. What if you'd gotten X tattoos on your hands? I know that would have been a pretty serious move. Yeah. A lot of people have them. A lot of people have them. Good for them. Sure. You also can get tattoos removed, you know. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, <laughs> thank you for letting me know about that. <laughs> I feel like we're boring everyone so much. You guys are like, wow, if I want to like tell boring stories about high school, I don't need to go to the Sona store. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for that cool interlude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't really, but anyway, so the, yeah, I brought that up because they would play holiday music for like two months before and uh-huh. it would like drive me crazy. So now I feel like I never want to listen to it and I never really leave my apartment so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. But if it's like a Dave Bazan or, you know, someone like that doing a Christmas song, that's cool. Yeah, you love him. Yeah, Dave's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't want to talk about the Westworld finale because I feel like that's not what this podcast is, but I've been listening to a Westworld podcast. Really? Yeah. Um, that's what, you- other than music, that's what I've been listening to the most. Really? I didn't know you're a big podcast person. I am so into Westworld, I okay. can't stop listening to it. Um, have it- you been watching a lot of good TV, Jonah? Well, I just got a new TV yesterday. Oh, yes. Jonah asked me what size TV he should get. <laughs> and I said, he asked me what size my TV was. And my TV is 40 inches. And I would say that my apartment is significantly bigger than my apartment. Okay. To be fair, it's, it's fact. I, I mean, it's, it's fact. square footage. It's all a numbers game. So Jonah was like, my friends think I should get a 55 inch TV. And I said, Jonah, that's insane. <laughs> like, the TV's like not that far from the couch, to be fair. Sure. Okay. So, uh, so I was like, I think you'll be happy with the forty inch. Like I have a forty inch. Jonah has like ha- had like a thirty two inch. I was like, forty is all you need. So Jonah went ahead, bought the fifty five inch. <laughs> it's gonna look so stupid. No, it looks great. It looks like it. It looks a little crazy. I'm not. Stu- I don't mean it's gonna like. Who cares how it looks? I just mean like, is it so crazy to be like, like. So close to such a big team. No, I mean I, that sounded it is, it, I don't mean it, it, it is that way. at just, first, but you kind of get used to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like both of my friends are like, "Dude, you are blowing it if you get a forty. And I was like, "Really? My apartment's pretty <laughs> small." And they're like, "Trust me." And it was like the two guys who like. <laughs> it was like it was very clear. Like the the personalities of your friends came out by like the ones that were rooting for the forty inch yeah. and the ones that were rooting for the yeah. 55. But I'm um, yeah I'm. I'm very, but you're loving it. I'm yeah. very susceptible to peer pressure. And also there were really good deals. Yeah. You know, it was like those Black Friday deals. Sure. So yeah, been watching that a lot. Cyber Monday. <laughs> so you've been watching a ton of shows. Jonah likes to find a show that's like pretty. Well, that was interesting. So I got this TV and then I was checking out this show called Highway Through Hell. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. And it's maybe not the best thing to gauge like a brand new TV on <laughs> because it's a reality show about these truckers in Canada and they do uh, heavy rescue. So like if like a trailer like flips off the road, they have to figure out a way to like winch it back on. And it's this, um, this company, this guy has this company, has this whole fleet of trucks and it's like kind of about the people that work there too. And uh, so I watched like four hours of that on it and I was like, this looks pretty good, but I think this is just like a guy in Canada like filming these 
trucker guys in like a ditch. Right, right. So right. it wasn't like a very cinematic. Right. But it's a great show. But There's you, four seasons. And you just watched the whole season of The Grinder. Recently watched this, yeah, the entire yeah Grinder, which now canceled, but was a pretty good show. I think. better than you might think it would be. Yeah, um, and you watched and I and I watched uh, Border Security. Yeah, which is another one of my favorite shows on Netflix. Uh, what happens at customs in Australia when you bring stuff in and don't declare it? Maybe you should watch this reality show and find out. Yeah, most people probably don't care, but. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you watch all of Real Rob. <laughs> yes, what I watched else? all of Real Rob, and then uh, went like- on a podcast where they watched an episode of Real Rob a week um, to sort of punish themselves, and they would discuss it every week. And I was the only person they knew who actually watched it for fun. And you were the only person they knew, I think, who had watched all of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like by choice, not because like the yeah. So yeah, that's really you know, cool. You got to pass the time. <laughs> So, music related. I mean, yeah. if you look here at the Sonos stores or anything else you want to get off your chest about the music biz, about music, um, maybe the way the industry's going. Yeah. Well, um, you moving know, moving away from the album format. How do you feel about that? Is that true? I think a little bit. You know, with you know iTunes selling singles and all that. Right. Stuff. Right. Right. Um, well, you know, and all things and evolve. Yeah. So true. Do you listen to a lot of albums from start to finish, or are you mostly like skip around? Sometimes I do, but usually not on purpose. <laughs> Can you clarify what you mean by not on purpose? Like, like I, oh my god, I went to the next song. What do I do? If I if I have like a song on, then I'll just like, and it's on an album, and then I'll it just keeps playing. The same song over and over. No, the whole album, and that's how I listen to the album, not on purpose. Okay, like if I'm on a walk or something. Okay, well, it's like sort of on purpose. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever you say, Jonah. Okay, that's... <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching any repeats of your fave shows? No, not really. Just been... Uh... <laughs> oh, we were talking with um, Kyle last night about how, like, my friend was saying he used to be really into um, Full House but then now he's more into like family matters and stuff. Okay. And I was saying when I was little, I wasn't into Full House. I was always into Family Matters because I thought Full House talked down to me. <laughs> talked down to you. Yeah, I thought Full House was like too cheesy, even when I was like ten. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a very controversial opinion. I never, I never really liked that. But show. now I like it more. I remember uh, the last thing I'll say is I remember speaking of Full House. I was when I was in like fifth grade. We like went around this circle, and everyone had to say one thing they like. And all the girls in class were like, "I love Full House." And when it came to me to say what I like, I was like, "I hate Full House." Jonah. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then none of those girls would ever go out with me. Not because of that, but that was the kind of attitude I had. Yeah. It wasn't like a great. Yeah, it started really early. Yeah, and then it turned into just always a critic, you know. Keeping in theme with this podcast, I feel like me and Vanessa watch a lot of TV. We watch so much TV. Because our parents live a little bit far. They out. moved further east, kind of. We're from a suburb of Cleveland, and our parents keep moving east, or have moved once east. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like a little far to like drive in and then back. So um, we usually will just hang around their house. Um, eat a lot of grapes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty exciting stuff, I would say. But yeah, we watch a lot of TV. We'll hang out. 
Sometimes we do have a brother-sister band, and sometimes we will record songs. Yeah, that's true. We it's have- called Jam and Vibes because <clears throat> our names are Jonah and Vanessa. And um, our first album, you can find our music on uh, MySpace. MySpace. I think it's still up. Our first album is called... Um, Don't forget to close the garage door. Or no? It's called... Yeah, I think it's called... I think it's called... Don't forget to close the garage door when you get home. It's a lot... The lyrics are mostly like references to situations growing up, our, our parents. song is called Traipsing Away the Day, and it's about our dad told us not to traipse in the house with... Shoes with like dirty shoes on. You got to take your shoes off before you get in, otherwise you're going to track stuff all over like the house. Take, uh, basically, take them off in the mudroom or like the front yeah. by the rug. So that's sort of yeah. So we work on you know <laughs> super creative projects like that. Um, yeah, I guess yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, actually, there's only like three or four songs on. Don't forget to close the garage door. <laughs> We've been talking about making a sequel for ta- a long time, but we do have one song that's on a legit. Oh yeah, we did this comp for uh, this "Everyone Is Gay" comp, and uh, and I think our song is called "It's Called Everyone, Everyone Is Gay." Is gay. Um, and you can check that out; it's online. Yeah, it's a, it's, <laughs> we, had, we we kind of freestyled that song, and we had to take a verse out because we realized it was like maybe hit too close to home. Like we yeah, we did take, we had one verse that was like maybe like about like a friend of ours, and we were like. This person might hear it and be offended. Right, right. But we left the part in where I talked about Jen. It talked about Jenny, how she came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, My friend came out and told me, um, came out to me, and then months, <laughs> months later, said something about it. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And she was like, "Yeah, I like came out to. He's like a sort of big thing for me." I was like, "Oh yeah, I was drunk. I don't remember that." <laughs> um, so it was cool. So we mentioned that in the song. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, I would call it a pretty good song. It is a pretty good song. It's our best recorded quality. Yeah. So yeah, we're on that stuff. <clears throat> well, wow. We had a lot of fun at the podcast. And now it's time f- f- for you to decide. <laughs> Did you have fun? <laughs> <laughs> have a great holidays. <laughs> Vanessa, thanks so much for coming by and doing this. Um, I can't wait. We're actually taking a family vacation for the holidays, so yeah. we're very excited to spend s- some time together. And hope that you spend a lot of great time in the holidays. With your family. With your family, or doing whatever is fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that, that sounds very natural, right? <laughs> Revival tour and Jenny came out to Jonah and introduced him to her wife, Kristen. Now, a few days after that, Jenny was writing an open letter where she was coming out, and she asked Jonah if he would read it, and he had forgotten that she had come out to him in a very special moment a few nights before. Hey, I'm Jonah Bayer. I'm Vanessa Bayer. And you're listening to the, the Talk House podcast at the, at the Sona, Sona store. All right. Thank you. Dude, we nailed it. But then now I do know that because later I went to her wedding. And it was an awesome wedding. And then Vanessa 
said was at the VMAs that night. Oh yes, yeah, so I almost came, but then I was pretty tired, I 